Hey up friends, how's it going? It's Matt, you're listening to the Looking Sideways Action Sports Podcast. We are on episode 64, believe it or not. Big thanks for the continued support, which I'm enjoying from everybody that's listening to the show. I hope you enjoy this one because it's a special one. I finally did it. I finally taught Jenny Jones into coming on the podcast. She has been my most requested guest for a long time now and it's been a running joke for a little while not least between me and Jenny to be honest who I'm lucky enough to count as a close friend of some 20 years standing but yeah I finally talked to into it and we uh, found ourselves in the same place with enough time to do it so we sat down and we did it so where'd you start with Jenny Jones double J the greatest and most influential UK snowboarder of all time now some of you might think that's a bold shout in the year that Billy Morgan took bronze at the Korea Pyeongchang Olympics. But for me, it's indisputably true. Just look at Jenny's influence. This is a rider that went to the X Games and won gold three times. That was before 2014, obviously. The fact of the matter is that Jenny Jones dragged professional UK snowboarding onto the global platform at a critical time during our collective development. Sure, there'd been a few outliers. I'm thinking Danny Wheeler... I'm thinking Justin Allison way back in the day. There's always been people that have had a global profile, but no one took it as far as Jenny. She set the standard that we now take somewhat for granted over here and created an environment where feats like Billy Morgan winning bronze are kind of normal and we think it's normal, but it it's worth saying it's really not that normal, especially if you've been in this game as long as I have. And yeah, Jenny was the one that set the standard. And therein lies a challenge when it comes to interviewing Jenny Jones. How do you have a conversation that doesn't cover the same ground? After all, Jenny's told the Olympic and Sochi stories hundreds of times, not least to me in a couple of written interviews we did just after the Sochi Games. And the other thing is, Sochi is not the defining detail of the Jenny Jones story. And in in undertaking this interview, I didn't want to cover that same fairly tired old ground. And what I was really interested in doing was uncovering Jenny Jones, the snowboarder. Because make no mistake about it, Jenny Jones is an absolute frother. She lives and breathes snowboarding and surfing. She's a proper shredder in the purest sense of the world. She's never happier than when she's riding. And she loves chatting about it afterwards, which is what me and Jenny always end up doing, especially when we've been surfing. And the result is a lovely, warm, mellow chat about Jenny's love of snowboarding and the joyful life and times it's given her. The trips, the friendships, the experiences, the progressions, the setbacks and above all, the perspective really. And this, I would suggest, is the stuff that we all recognise, whether surfer, snowboarder, skateboarder, whether Olympian or beginner. It's the power of these experiences and how they shape you as a rider and a person. That's the Jenny I've been lucky enough to know for 20 years now. And that's the Jenny I wanted to try and capture on the podcast. And I'm happy to say that's the conversation we were able to have. Of course, we also talked about what she's up to now, about her workshops, the idea behind the concept, which is to share the insights accrued over a glorious career with everybody who goes on one of these trips. And of course, there are insights along the way into Jenny's process and career And in this case, a brilliant and for me, uh, revealing chat about the power of sports psychology and your own demons. Now, I recorded this one at Jenny's Hotel at the Kendall Mountain Festival. And I've got to say, there are a couple of moments where it sounds like we're recording in a cutlery factory. And that's because the lovely staff at the hotel began noisily clearing up after breakfast about halfway through. Not a lot I could do about that. So I hope that's not too annoying. 
On the plus side, a really lovely thing happened while we were having the interview, which was the appearance of none other than Chris Bonington, who was evidently staying at the hotel and serendipitously stuck his head around the corner at one point as we were chatting, which we I left in there because it's quite a nice moment, actually. That's just the way it rolls at the Kendall Mountain Festival, really. So, yeah, proper pleasure, this one. I mean, it's me speaking to one of my oldest snowboarding mates about a life in snowboarding for an hour or so. So what's not to like? Hope you enjoy it. Here it is, my long-awaited conversation with Jenny Jones, the Jones Supremacy. Enjoy. So what I like to do before I do these podcasts is knock a complete table full of drinks over <laughs> onto the mic to make the guests feel more comfortable so how did that work out yeah for that, you? W- that was re- it makes me feel great I feel yeah. good now we've wiped that up that was quite a schoolboy. um but thankfully the mic's still working so we're good so how you doing you're right i am very well matt bar yeah we we did it we're here we finally did it <laughs> our most requested guest which is true by the way um i don't know why i don't know why though it's just Anyway, yeah, I'm here. We've done it. No pressure, Jenny, for being interesting. (laughs) Nah, don't be daft. Don't be daft. So we're at Kendall. So what? what, What's the plan? Tell everyone what you're up to. Um, at Kendall's um, Mountain Festival, uh, but they do a snow night, so it's all skiing and snowboarding films that they'll show tonight. Uh, I think this is the third year I've come along. Always presenting. Yeah, I've just helped. Well, yeah, initially. I sort of presented a little bit and had some interviews the first year. And then uh, and they were like, do you want to come back and help host it? And it's just good. Get it's to a big watch. room tonight. What? Thousand people. All right, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> they asked me to do it and I was like, no way. That's me to do it with you. And I was like, like whoa. I was like, no way. I'm I not know. Doing that. I was... Um, I was a bit shocked when I saw the size of the room yeah. this year. Because you we, went to the bike night last night, right? Yeah, I went to bike night, which little was... Check uh, it out, little recce. Yeah, it yeah. was good. It was good to see. Um, it's just a different world, isn't it? The bike the bike films, and I loved it. Right. Seeing some of the uh, clips. But um, it's then that I realised, wow, we were stepping this up a gear for tomorrow. Yeah. So it's, it's all, cool. It's, it's all about the films, just watching yeah. the films. And you're interviewing Billy, aren't you? Billy Morgan and, and Leslie McKenna yeah. and Hamish. Billy Morgan, Leslie, Ham's here. Ham will be chatting on the sofa. That'd be funny to see if I, what I get out of him. Yeah. I've, <laughs> he's another person I've tried to get on here, actually. No chance. Yeah. He no just chance. is like, mm, I don't think so. I'm not <laughs> for that, really. But maybe I'll give him another shout tonight. <laughs> yeah. No, it's going to be good tonight. There's, a few, there's Anne Fleur's film, isn't there? Jeremy Jones' film. Yeah. It's a froth fest, basically. A land shaped by women. That's Anne Floor's one. Yeah. Yeah, Iceland. That looks good. And then um, Canadian, like some really good skiers. Hoji. Some of their clips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. That, that I mean, looks I amazing. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. I was like, I'm looking forward to that. So it'd, yeah. be, it'd be fun. And you get a chance to like have a look around at other stuff? And yeah, lo- I haven't yet. But last year... Um, yeah, they've got the base camp with all the... Yeah, there's like vibe, talk, isn't it? There's loads of, so many talks going on, videos and clips and stuff. Like last year, I missed Dan's Dan's talk. Dan and Milner. Yeah. Podcasted yesterday. Yes. Oh, will that go out before this one then? Maybe? Um, yeah, probably about the same yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, he's... So I, I wanted to listen to... I wanted to listen to his... Um, his talk really because he used to obviously be in snowboard world and yeah now he's in bike world yeah yeah he talked a lot about that actually yeah, yeah did oh some, did he did some reminiscing yeah back in the day snow because obviously he was running 
snowboard UK when I was doing White Lion. So it's really it's cool. It's cool to chat about those. Yeah. Years. Yeah. yeah, he's had, he's had an interesting life. Yeah, he's done. Well, he's kept going. Did he talk about all the activism and stuff? He did a little bit. Yeah. yeah, he did a little bit. He talked about like poll tax riots and yeah, and all that stuff. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, he's well getting well stuck in. Anyway. Yeah, um, yeah. So there's lots. There is loads to uh, hopefully uh, catch a few tomorrow. Maybe. Yeah. Um, you hear? Gonna say I don't. I can't stay for the whole film awards. Right. But um, yeah, I just try and see as many films as I can. And uh, I love that part. It's just you missing. We're missing good swell though, right? Have you have you looked? <laughs> yeah, but I don't. I've been in the wars. I've yeah, been right. In actually, the no, wars. You, you did your heel, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't do my heel. Somebody else did my heel. Yeah, you got what? So you were um, yeah, diving was, at Croyd, and yeah. somebody. And to put it like, I obviously had like five six weeks out with a bit of a shoulder injury, which yeah. was my fault. I fell Playing over. Football. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know when. A, I was explaining, you know, when a toddler is running down a hill and their legs can't go as fast as their upper body. I, well, I saw, it, I saw like it happen. And I was, drive. I was like, you you ran full pelt, didn't you, at the <laughs> yeah. ball? Because it, it is a football thing that we do every year. As and I big, cannot play football to save my life. I, I was like, oh, wow. I thought, and then I was like, oh, I got away with that. And then I was like, no, you were. You Ten were minutes like, later, I was like, I have not got away with like this. You were like green. You were. I was like, I got to get off the pitch. Yeah, yeah. You because you. So what did you? But Sef- then, but then your, your it was my AC joint. But then it was all right because there was no good waves for a month. Yeah, so I was fine. That's all you kept saying. Kept saying, I can't believe it's the beginning of September and I've and I've missed this. Yeah, yeah. No, but it was actually been... quite a shit September, wasn't it this year? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh. And then and then I got back in the water when it started getting good. Yeah. Luckily, it was all sort of aligned, and I was like, yes. And I had three amazing days of surfing. Yeah, it was in actually Devon. quite painful. Oh. That's the worst time you live in Brighton, that when you lot are all getting stuck in and it's on Insta and all this. Well, like, there's oh, nothing God. stopping you. I know. Get I know. your ass down. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I know. I know. You are right. You are and, right. Um, so you got some good days, though. Yeah, and I got. I was just having so much fun. Yeah. Like, because I hadn't been in for so long. And then that third day, and. I got like some really long lefts. It was it wasn't overly busy, you know, yeah. and um, yeah, it's just really unfortunate. Like, so, so what happened? He he did a bit of that quick. I was paddling back out, yeah, and he did that quicker. The sort of oh, I might get this one actually. You know that so when you turn around and I'm there, went. yeah, and I was like, dude, and uh, I duck dived as be- I tried to duck dive basically, and having a lot got of time. On there. Like- got underneath. <laughs> I got my body underneath, and yeah. then his fin. Slice the back of my heel. Yeah, it looked really painful. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was funny. Well, it wasn't funny. But yeah, I had to get up the beach and... It, you know when you're just like, oh my gosh, this is going to start? Yeah. And it just started pissing with blood. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh. So I got up to the oh. car park and the... And you got your wetsuit on, obviously. Yeah, I got my wetsuit on and I was like, don't cut my wetsuit. <laughs> like, right. So I was like, we've got to get my wetsuit off. And these two guys who I didn't know from Adam, right. I was like, can you help me? Please, can you help me? Really? Yeah. Did they recognise you? Oh, I don't know. That's funny though, isn't it? Like, uh, they might, I don't, yeah. I was like, hi, there. hi, I've got, yeah. So one of them was trying to like clean it up with something and this other guy was trying to pull it over my heel. Oh, I know, and it was at the same time, but yeah, it was. It was like, oh, I was like, don't. But it was quite funny because I was like, okay, I've got no pants on because I didn't have anything on underneath (laughs) my suit. Well, why would you? (laughs) Well, you don't know, do you? You don't know. So I was like, get it off my heel, but can you not look at my fanny at the same time? (laughs) (laughs) Tough brief. Hey, I'm called Jenny. Here's here's what I want you to do. (laughs) 
I've got this heel, but you know, it's right, got loads of blood pouring out of funny. it, and we need to protect it. Did they succeed? Did they? Yeah, pass? they were very gentlemanly, very polite, super polite, that is super funny. helpful. That is funny. Ra- we wrapped it all up, and I got to A and E. So that took ten minutes. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what was the crack? So you, you've been out of the water since, like what, um, six weeks? Oh, no, since the, oh, I'd been out six, in for three days, and I've been out now for three weeks, but three weeks. I get to go back in. Yeah, 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 yeah that's when good. I get back, so I'll have a day or, day or two, and then, yeah. but it's not long till I go to the mountains. Yeah, right. Just, just, I was in the mountains. You get a boot on. Well, I had to the last, because I just was with Ski Sunday, yeah. filming a piece. Sure, so you were you had to get boots on. I got the boot on, yeah. Right. I needed a help to pull it up to get it back off but it's, it's healing so fast it's amazing right. okay body's amazing yeah. yeah you i mean i was really impressed actually by how obviously injuries have been such a big part of your life for years you you, you were just a bit like ah whatever you know or that's how it seemed to me like with your shoulder and your heel you just like, ah, yeah okay another few weeks whatever i'll be back yeah you well what else can you do yeah i'm so shit at it though I'd have been, I'd have been gutted. Focus on something else, I think. Yeah. Do the bits you can still do. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, I was gutted about the surfing. Well, you, you absolutely love surfing, don't you? <laughs> so, that, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? I like. Well, I'd moved down there and uh, moved to Devon to to be able to surf as much as I could. Yeah. And as you know, June and July there were no waves. And that's normal. That's sort of standard, isn't it, in the UK, that j- July and August will be flatter. Yeah. So I was like, okay, it's all right. I'll get on with work and do other stuff and uh, cycle a bit. And then it was like, it's coming. September's coming. Yeah. I get to, you know. And so that that's the only thing is, is I was gutted because I had really moved there to be able to do all of that. And, yeah. Uh, but what can you do? What did you, what, what can you yeah, do? Yeah, you can't. You just got to wait, haven't you? So is surfing your favourite now? Uh, my favourite in that, for me, like for me personally in, in, um, uh, how do I say it? Like what, you know, excites me to like learn and get better at things. Yeah. And that is surfing at the moment because some things you enjoy doing, but they're, there's other things you enjoy and it really like excites you. Yeah. Is it, does it give so you I like cycling, right? Yeah. So when I go road yeah, cycling, actually, you do a lot of I, cycling, yeah, I love going road cycling. I love being with, you know, friends and going out for the day and we ride and you get to see beautiful places. I love doing that as well. Yeah. It's a great day, isn't it? But you'll know that that's different to the different. sensation of going out surfing and trying to do a better bottom turn yeah. and learning how to do a cutback yeah. and joining it together and like oh my god I think I did that did anybody did I do it did I not do yeah, it was yeah. that well, right that's what we talk about a lot isn't it because yeah. we're, we're sort of similar levels with surfing I reckon and I think we both get the same thing I mean for me I've talked about loads in this like I actually talked about a lot to, to Neil McNabby the week like what I really love about it is it's kind of like almost boiled the whole thing down to something really simple for me like as in board sports, action sports, whatever you want to call yeah. it, which is essentially, my God, I'm actually shit at turning. And <laughs> like, you know what I mean though? And yeah. like with surfing, it's just like, cause I took turning for granted in snowboarding really, which sounds ludicrous, but it wasn't when I was in my twenties or whatever, I didn't really think about like, you know, 
the turn like or where it came from or what it was about it was just like going snowboarding yeah. now i do a lot more because i want you know why do you a lot more now because it's what i want to be I, I just want to be better at it and i want to like enjoy it and i want to like almost like wanky it sounds like express myself a bit more with it and that's definitely come from surfing that's because i've just had to think with surfing like you've got to think about that when you're when you're at my level with surfing yeah which is pretty average yeah you know I it, just it, said, it, yeah, it, sorry, it just, I didn't mean well, that. you've seen me say No, but we're, we're, we're not far <laughs> off the same sort of You know what level. I mean, though, but, like, it's functional, isn't it, turning and surfing at our level? Like, you've just got to get better at turning because yeah. if you want to surf better and if yeah. you want to surf better waves and make better sections and all those things, you've got to get better at turning. That's yeah. the thing. And yeah. I really like the yeah. fact that it's come down to that. It's kind of made me rethink the whole thing of, like, oh, yeah, like, that applies to everything. And you've got to read it so much quicker. Yeah, it's exactly. like every wave will be different right every wave will be different and um you know i've had a few tips here and there off like uh damo lives in in croyd and um some of the lads step further down in cornwall even ben skinner gave me a few tips when we went out and yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh you my got God. yourself in taunton didn't you yeah because i don't i'm not i don't you're, you're I'm a taunton a, snob like. <laughs> yeah i just not a longboarder yeah so i was always because so i started longboarding i was always like yeah and I, and I love watching longboarding. I love it. I just don't want to do it. Yeah. I like the the shorter boards and that that sensation. The dynamism you like, don't you? Like how dynamic it is. And, yeah, you know. like I, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I just, but Ben was like, no, come out at this time at, at this whatever and at sorting on your on your um on my fish. Yeah. So I'm still on my shortboard, but it was you know loads of volume in it and. Uh, come out then and you'll be f you'll get some good ways at this certain time and this certain spot need, where i know and yeah. i was like okay get a, and get that from skinner i like, had such yeah, yeah, yeah i did all right, yeah i'll do that yeah yeah, I'll do, yeah i was like all right and then it was awesome to do that with him yeah so that's what you're getting from from surfing though like you it, you know like the you're I enjoying am getting, this I am, challenge and i'm and getting i can feel even if it's tiny little bits i'm getting better yeah right and that is just and that is enjoyable. Yeah. No more, no less. Just I'm getting better at it. And yeah. um, today I might get a longer left and I might be able to connect a bottom turn with a top turn and do a cutback. Or yeah. I might try to do, a, you know, like when you accidentally like a, you might, I can't see, I don't know all the terminology. I'm such a kook. And I love it. <laughs> I, I like that though, that I don't yeah, have to. Yeah, that's another funny thing about it's not, it. Isn't I'm it? not in that world and you I'll never be in the surf world. I just go surfing. Late. You can come into it late and you can see the whole, you know, sort of wankiness, to be honest, of a lot of it. Or like, you know, the, like this, how caught up in, every, in it everybody is. And it's quite nice, isn't it, not to be. Because, you know, when we were growing up snowboarding, we were definitely like, that and get you like that into it you know like that into the scene it's really important and all that i really like the fact we're surfing i'm just a bit like i just really like going surfing <laughs> i don't really care about any of the other bollocks that comes with it yeah and but then it's about fine going to it, yeah but it's still you still want to surf with like a couple of mates maybe or when you're in the water it is nice to engage with other people a yeah. bit and that i struggle with sometimes when people are very um standoffish or like you've got to kind of earn your earn your right to be there and it's really if they don't know you at that break and you go in you know you've got you go in and you think oh god it's all about the well, first we, wave we, we that you catch in portugal last year no, I remember you're like do you, do you remember that we surfed in oh god i was on a foamy 
There's like a you know team foamy. Do you remember Les, Les's birthday off from Yes. Les? Where did we go? There's low. It's quite. It wasn't big, but it's quite good. And there's loads of locals out. And me and you paddled out. And we were like, oh. And God. I was like on a fucking like you know, and they were all really good. And I paddled out. And I paddled out. And didn't know where the peak was. And just flukily oh, was, was on it. the peak and that a set came right. and it was like well I've got to go You've and, got I actually, go. and I if I, you don't get this man I'm got just good, saying yeah and I actually got a good wave yeah. I don't know exactly what you're talking about yeah. so they were all just like oh okay, oh, okay. leave him alone which is fucking rare because normally like, <laughs> I'd be like on my ass and then skulking <laughs> on the shoulder for the rest of the day you know what I mean but then it's also don't you get those moments where you're like oh I think I'm I think I'm getting getting a handle on this yeah. and hey, then well, bam yeah. you just hey, get actually, I'm, I'm actually really good on my own portfolio <laughs> with all these local Portuguese guys going he's this fucking kook and then oh my god and then the next day you're just shot down how do you handle that then because that is very different that, that aspect of surfing you know surfers listen to this probably like since these power but it is interesting I know it? that they you will know. be because yeah we don't I don't know I don't know and it's, you get the elbows and it's out. okay that I don't know no just you definitely you just got to each break is different isn't it so yeah. now uh, some of the spots I surf at um, I clock people that are, have been there a long time or that clock me and know that I'm there and I can they're like okay she's not a complete douche and she can catch the waves she knows where to sort of sit and what have you but then then they can get on with surfing almost it's like right okay now I can yeah get on with the bit of like feeling the wave and like it again it just feels so nice to, to get a good wave and, and surf along it sorry I keep moving That's all I right. apologize for the mic yeah, I d- the more the more you say about surfing, the just the kookier we're going to sound. Yeah. So I should just I li- stop. I like it though. I like it. Well, what? <laughs> so we were just chatting about because obviously travels. You know, me and you are also the thing we always end up talking about. It's like where are we going to go? Where are we going to go? We've got to do a trip. We've got to do this. Got to do that. You know, we just talk about the Maldives. Yes. And, you know, so where, where where have you got on the list? Because you you've always got a, pl- a plot. You know, brewing for a good <laughs> surf trip or whatever. Um, I'd love to go. Like I've been to the Maldives two or three times on the boat, and I find that on the boat trips you get. I've had so many waves, you know, and um, I like I like to obviously surf as much as I can, and it's exhausting, isn't it? Because so you're just like yeah. in surf, out eat, in surf, out eat, yeah. like just, and I, that's brilliant. Um, so I think like boat trips again might be really cool, but um, I've been to Sri Lanka, which I really enjoyed. Um, and then I've been to Bali, but I would say I'm kind of not quite good enough for Bali in a way. Yeah, for the standard. Yeah, no, yeah. for the standard. Like I surfed Impossibles. Yeah. And uh, that was awesome. It's fast. Wow. But I really enjoyed that. And then um, just further down from there as well. But it's, um, again, it's the standard around me means that I'm getting less waves. Yeah, so I'm getting less time to sort of do the fun bit. Loads of good surfers. So then it's just being a bit more like, okay, well, in Sri Lanka, the waves, some people might consider not as good. But for me, the my standard, they are. And I'm a bit further, a little bit up, further up the pecking order. So I get a few more waves, you know? Yeah. So it's out, it's weighing up what you want more of. And then learning about going further you know hopefully i can go further afield again and yeah i've heard about el salvador and madagascar and places like yeah, that so skinner and that went to madagascar yeah and like yeah. I'd, lo- I'd love to sort of try these different spots but it's having you know time and people people getting time off at the right time for yeah. work and yeah but i will yeah i'm excited to go and do that yeah so you've just been in the mountains you're saying ski sunday Yes, 
How's that? Well, you um, were there. You were at Anagasa. You were there. Oh my god, it was so cool. Yeah. I was like, what? So I went up there to get. You know, we. Were, I was. Just, firstly, I was so excited to interview Anagasa. Yeah. Like, so much respect for her as a rider and what was she going to be like as a person you know like I knew she's still young isn't she she's 27 oh is she 27 yeah. oh I thought she was younger than no, that no no 27 right. okay my but, bad um, interesting stuff you know learning about her and um, obviously know her but there's so much you don't know about people yeah, isn't course, there that yeah. you get to hear about and uh, great interview but then to be up on the mountain and we were there and I was like oh so you know, we were going up the Pommer lift and I was like, so we just, you know, she's like, I'm probably just going to take it mellow today, Jenny. I was like, yeah, yeah, fair enough. You right. Know, cool. Come up and watch and stood up the top. I couldn't get anywhere because of my slashed heel. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and I was standing at the top and I just saw her later on through the day and I was like, her chin was kind of in her tucked down. And I was right. Like, I walked over and I was like, so, uh, oh, what are you doing then? You know, just breezy chat yeah and she's like i think i'm gonna do the triple and i was like what sorry what sorry. <laughs> just super cash <laughs> yeah she's gonna do that i was like and i was really shocked i was really shocked because do you not think sometimes those things are all a bit sort of these days can be like very planned out and yeah like gonna have a private this and and you're gonna go here, and in yeah. three weeks we're, we're gonna, gonna try we're it, gonna, and we're gonna, gonna get, get 50, the angles, cubic and, tons of snow, and the and, angles, yeah. yeah. And honestly, she literally was like, "No, I'm just, I'm feeling it." And I thought, "Yes, mate, you're feeling it, and if you're, you're just gonna go for it." Yeah. And the lads had said, because Matty McCormick and Jamie Nichols, GB riders, were yeah. there, and they'd said, "Oh, I've seen her do, do." two with a layout right you know where you kind of overcook a yeah. double and see yeah and she, earlier on she'd said the jump was really big and uh, well that's the thing she said it's a big old jump it had right? to be yeah had to be but that's what made her feel yeah like she could do it and yeah. i thought like really obvious thing to say but i looked at it, i was like it's fucking fat you know it's massive jump. massive yeah and uh and then i was like okay she's gonna go for it is yeah. she gonna go for it and i was blown away she like made it look really easy she landed that no word of a lie first go yeah amazing she didn't she hadn't practiced it on an airbag really she hadn't done anything like that I was, like was going to ask you actually so she just got all the awareness from from riding the jump she's and such a from what I've from what I've realised from those interviews she's such a I'm talking to a visual a visualiser really yeah wow. just visualising stuff and watching stuff and okay so you've yeah, got a really good relationship such between good that and then the outcome that she can make yes, with her body yeah and wow. watching people do it does that differ from how you used to approach when you were trying new things um what when I try a triple you know what I mean though <laughs> no, you know what I mean yeah this goes on another level you know what I, I mean like, though well, that's the next question I When's know exactly triple? what no I, was, I know what you mean but I I was um I like to see what I had to do yeah sometimes I used to ask Ben Kilner oh, or whoever or Jamie sometimes like could you do this trick for me because I needed them to be goofy so I yeah could sure see it so I couldn't see it the opposite way I needed to see That's it my way so you would, you would, you, and then you could watch them I liked watching that and then I would watch some videos and then um, but I was I'm definitely a feeler as well yeah so that sounded weird didn't it sorry <laughs> <laughs> I mean like I like I think it's called kinesthetic is yeah. the right term yeah yeah and um, so 
I've visualized it and you see what you're going to do. You think, right, okay, now you've just blatantly got to go for it. Yeah. Because there were no airbags or anything like that. You just either went and did it on a powder kicker or in the park. Yeah. So I go for it and I wouldn't, I wouldn't get it that quickly, probably, compared to, say, Anna just then landing that straight off the bat. So I, it would take me a few goes because I was trying to find the feeling. Yeah. And then the, once I'd got the feeling, once one of them worked and I felt it, I would be like, okay, okay, okay. And then I could search for that feeling again each time. And wow, then the no more way. and more, like, right. um, I knew what I was aiming for, you know, because there's so many different stages of learning, isn't sure, there? Yeah. And there's always that, I think it's like second or third stage where you realize what you've got to do, but you can't quite do it. And that's yeah. the most frustrating. But right. you, yeah. So then I watch, feel, and keep going. And then using the video helped yeah. later on. Um, yeah, yeah, using the videos. Like, I remember me and Katie, this is going off chart, but me and Katie Brower, who's a Aussie girl that I met in my second or third season, yep. we we used to f just film each other, not for anything but to see what we were doing, so right. that we had that... The reference. The reference, yeah. We would go and build a jump, like, out in Vale Pass. We'd hike up there with our snowshoes, we wouldn't have a clue, we'd build a jump, and we'd just go off it tons and tons and film each other alternating right and we work it out together a little bit with the video you know right like, oh i think you're doing this yeah i think i need to do that and then watch it back until we got it so that was the early seasons yeah right. yeah yeah that was it's actually ten thousand hours isn't it like you know what i mean like when they say yeah, yeah you know people know. people hate that but like that's that's the work in it that's like the actual yeah and i've also heard that from when you start really giving something your invested time and energy, like it's 10 years from that point that you really succeeding. Yeah, well, that's but whether it's that a similar is, idea, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's a similar idea or yeah. not, I don't know. But if you think, I started when I was, I started in 1998, 99, yeah. right? So 99, really. Think when I won my first X, X Games. Games. 10 years. 10 yeah. years, bit well, weird, it, isn't it? And it, then I had a good good two years yeah results. well the 10,000 hours things is four hours a day for 10 years isn't it yeah but there's so many things p since that it's isn't very, there it's very like there's, it's, it's a very yeah, sort of like I, I easy, go easy off one in it like I just it's a nice reference though yeah, isn't it yeah, you, yeah. you know you know what yeah, I was getting yeah, at yeah yeah so right so that's that was really fascinating but she is a pure visualizer so not pure I'm sure she like she rides with peers and yeah. and all of that so she's got she's got um mates that she asks i'm sure they talk about stuff sure of course yeah. you know yeah um but she's not got like a sp specific coach as such i don't yeah. think which i think is the same with a few other athletes that i've spoken to and myself like yeah. i i didn't have a designated coach yeah probably until two three years before the olympics yeah yeah because you had to and also because i need I felt I needed that help yeah. from someone to speed up my learning. Sure. And that's when Hamish came around. Yeah, yeah. Prior to that, Nelson as well and stuff. So, yeah. but um, we're going off. Are we going off? No, this is great. This Sorry. is great. This is how it rolls. This is good. <laughs> this is the whole point. You have to worry about but that. But I did, yeah. So I learned through the years, I learned from different people crossing paths with some of the people you've spoken to so neil mcnab yeah commute that community camp so influential so Massive. yeah he just Massive. glossed over that as well in his chat he did he's just to be like oh then i did this thing called community and i'm like that for me like that was massive i learned a lot of, of yeah. that and ju just 
be facilitating that for yeah. us to go to yeah, yeah. and I learned a lot from him and then over those years as well like um for sure but then prior to that my first year my boss at uh Chalet Chardon we he um he was a really good snowboarder Mark and who's, what, who's that what's Mark's last name it's not oh Mark Ellis is it no. oh God, I can't remember right as you will realize through this interview my memory's shit Matt <laughs> that happens to us all <laughs> But Mark, um, Mark was quite a good Mark was quite a good rider, and uh, so I used to follow him about a lot, yeah, like loads. But he did like slalom or racing or whatever. But I just wrote, wrote about the mountain, yeah. And then the green room boys would come out to teen and stayed at my chalet, and they were the guys that ran the snowboard shop in Bristol, right? They gave me my first board and findings that like, I bought all that gear from them, yeah. And uh, my first board being called smelly tuna <laughs> <laughs> brilliant that's such a late 90s vibe isn't it it was so funny so they'd come out and i'd shred around the mountain with them as well and um you know went off a noticeably bigger jump for the first time with mark and loving it loved every minute of all of that and it's really weird because as a chalet maid you everyone talks about how they partied and they go to Valazare and they did all that and I don't know how I missed how I didn't end up in that sort of world of getting levered loads and whether it's because I love the snowboarding so much yeah. well it's probably that wasn't it I mean I think that's a very good thing <laughs> really because that was that's another thing that comes across with the British scene chat you know Neil again talked about that there was a big god knows I was part of it you know there was a big sort of partying contingent and then kind of like less so more serious about the snowboarding thing i really regret the fact that i you know when i look back now like i really but i don't think that was a conscious thing by anyone no i don't think it, it was wasn't either. like i was oh were. my god it's i'm just, gonna be serious there was nothing it's like just that who you were and what you did wasn't it you know like yeah. it was just the, but it's one of those you look back don't you and i was a bit like fucking hell i could have made better use of those 10, <laughs> ten years <laughs> yeah I, I caught up with the partying later on yeah yeah. I mean, you know, it's silly to think like that, obviously. But it is funny when you look back and you see. Because, you know, it was really interesting talking to Neil about it because he he said, like, he felt a bit of pressure to do it almost. And what, was, party? Yeah, and I was a bit like, wow. Like, when I think back to you, you know, you were like this giant, you know, like, that that just were your own man so much. I yeah, it was like, super intimidating, so, don't so, you think? Well, I just thought he was such his own man. And mm. I was really impressed by that and quite intimidated by that. Yeah, it was you like know? a combo of the two. You were like, oh, I want le- to like know this guy and learn and do all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, it's just but, like, um, it's like James Stanford as well. You know, they just seem yeah. so sure of themselves, of who they were. And that stood out, I think, because you, you don't know that when you're in your 20s, do you? You know, you just you just do your thing but you're not you don't know what you're doing really so when no. you see when you meet people that come across in that way i find it really impressive you know i was always a bit like wow they seem to know their shit you know yeah like massively and so when uh, neil said that i was like wow that's just what a good lesson that you know everybody is basically thinking the same thing <laughs> yeah. really some just hide it better you know essentially right so that's interesting so those days you you were just frothing you were just learning yeah, learning as much as you could I, I, I kind of yeah I, I really was just like what else can I learn and what else can I do and um, meeting different people along the way um, didn't really I, 
I remember like Gumby's big day out and things like that. And yeah, they were big dues. That big was events. a big deal, like yeah. to go and Danny do won, Gumby's big day out. Yeah, Danny won. That was massive, wasn't it? It was a huge thing. I think that was later on, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. Like this was when it was just in the back bowls of Valzer. Oh yeah, like the proper early days. Yeah, yeah. when it was yeah, like yeah. barbecues and going and yeah. hucking. Yeah, and they were, we, everyone used to, we used to come over from Maribel. Like, it's a big yeah, deal, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I remember doing all that, and then it developing to kind of. I don't know, like, where, where where did I, like, what happened after that? Oh, my God, my memory is so bad. It was um, a while ago, though, let's be honest, you know, it was... That that was, yeah, all 20, in the first season. Then ago. you got your... <laughs> s- you then then I went to Canada. Yeah. I was like, right, I'm going to Canada now. Yeah, well, you did that quite quick as well, didn't you? you Second season. Yeah, you were like, again, it was, I, I remember being really impressed by that, because I remember, because that's about the time we met, and I remember it was like, oh, wow, like, you know. Jenny's gone and done that, you know, like got out of a comfort zone a little bit and just gone out there, whereas we were all still bimbling about the French Alps. Well, I just thought, oh, they've got parks and pipe and they've got all this. That's where you got to go. Yeah, and I thought I want to, but also it was just something different, you know, and I went there and I made like, I met some awesome people there, like my Canadian friend, Sarah, who, um, she used to work in Sushi Village and I used to work in the donut shop and, you know, we used to go and just go out snowboarding every day and then um, the f- I think the following year I worked in Vale and that's where I met Katie Brower and Aussie Chick who yep. again I was drawn towards other girls that were trying to get just go out and snowboard as much as they could yep. and then there was also you know I'd be riding with the likes of Scott McMorris and Gendel and Elliot Neve yeah. they had a house full of lads you know one yeah, year yeah. Was, there was like eight of us they were definitely partying yeah and then and then well then we ended up in that house so I went to you know I got a, gr- a great friend called Winnie who I'm still really good friends with now who I met at yeah I know Winnie where, yeah, yeah I yeah, met yeah. her getting a passport getting my passport renewed in in uh, wherever it was in Canada. Right. And she, I said, yeah, you, do you want to come? We've got a spare spot. You want to come live with us? So she came and lived with us in this house full of like seven or eight lads and we would snowboard all the time and uh, it was pretty full on with all, with all the with all the guys, you know? Yeah. Um, but again, and then I sort of, then I started to party a little bit more and I understood, oh, this is quite good fun. And, yeah. You know, you found yourself trying to get around as many hot tubs as you could in one night you yeah. know like <laughs> yeah yeah season our life yeah getting caught it's like game isn't it yeah getting getting caught doing all that so that and that was wicked fun but i was still i was definitely still wanting to get better at the snowboarding yeah which was you were yeah <laughs> yeah which was happening as well it was it you was, had a good balance you know you you did that as well yeah because the other thing is you know there was a lot of different little kind of paths people took in the British scene wasn't there you know like we had our little sort of white linesy crew and you know me and Chris and everybody and we'd do stuff and John and you guys were all a little bit older than me yeah and I wasn't in that yeah in that but you had your you did stuff with Nat and Jason yeah and you had some amazing experiences doing those trips because to be around to what I loved is being around all those creative people yeah I feel so lucky to have met those people along the way like um les and jason and and facilitating these trips we would go on like for magazines yeah, you did some amazing like missions with orlando as well right yeah i didn't yeah. go on the main one with orlando yeah. but like you know riding and shredding with them and you know natalie's a fantastic photographer and like yeah, the, the that, adventures we got up to unsung yeah heroine yeah of the British scene. Like, and we had such a laugh together and got to you know we'd Places like, like I said, we went to Canada to Kicking Horse. Yeah. Got to ride snow and Kicking Horse. It was brilliant. And uh, we'd, we'd be caught in these 
We'd be caught in these. Are just we what? nervously watching a man with a vacuum cleaner cleaning walk past. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, f- like, you know, we were there trying to get photos and it was all about riding street rails, wasn't it, a bit? And it wasn't my forte, but I was like, yeah, let's give that a crack. And yeah. And I remember Natalie saying, we were, we were out looking for street spots, you know, and you'd, that's what was nice about, like, snowboarding is I'd go from doing these competitions and concentrating on that and then leaving that world and going and going on an adventure to try and get photos in a resort or yeah. going backcountry and it was so different and I remember we would try and get on this rail and uh, it was on a mosque it was outside a mosque where was that? in uh, Kicking Horse right we were like oh I really want to she was like I really want to shoot this photo look really good and we were like okay uh, we're going to have to go in and see if we can I, mean, yeah. I don't know if we can really yeah, yeah. Snowboard on the allowed? mosque. <laughs> yeah, thing. Like, Can we do that? Yeah. <laughs> so we knocked on the door and we went in and, and, and this guy, Mr. Singh, his name, he said, uh, we were like, oh, we were just wondering if, uh, and he's like, come in, come in. And we ended up sitting down and having like 10, 12 people bring, bring out this, you know, these wonderful like Indian dishes that yeah. we all started having to eat. And it was, it was brilliant. Yeah. We were like, could we possibly hit the, Do you mind if we hit the rail, rail? Yeah. like outside your mosque? And, uh, and then he came out and he watched us hitting the rail and served us tea. And, and I was like, this is so bizarre. We're yeah. like in kicking horse snowboarding, but when would you, Well, those are the experiences that, like, that I, make I mean, it, one example they? of like, yeah. yeah, you know, tons. Well, they, and this is what's, it's really lovely that you're talking about this because I think this is, you know, I think a lot of people, it's like Jenny Olympics, blah, blah, blah. Which was two, two years yeah, of my whole this career. Yeah, but this is what I know about your snowboarding and, and, and this is how I remember like th- those years really. Because yeah. I, I, I obviously, because we all grew up snowboarding together, like those, that was like obviously a massively important thing, but it was like kind of the end and, and like a, just one part of it, wasn't it? Yeah. This is, this is the, the, was the bulk of it, wasn't it? What you're talking about now, yeah. like these experiences and these friendships and these, these trips, you know? Yeah. And which it is wa- perhaps not that well known to a lot of people, you know? No, not really, I guess. Cause it was that, and that's what I loved about snowboarding was the, is, and still now is like that mixture that you get of all those yeah. experiences and adventure. Like Dan Milner, Dan Milner, I went on so many awesome trips because of him yeah it was his idea and insight to go and do those things so yeah. it'd be like oh jenny do you want to come and you know we're going to go to um saint bernard is that what it's called yeah, yeah. saint bernard um yeah. yeah and stay you know meet monks and stay, stay here in monastery monastery yeah, i yeah, was like yeah. petty saint bernard isn't i was it? like yeah, yeah petty saint bernard yeah, that's yeah. it thanks and um and i was like yeah i'd love to come do that that sounds cool and the task was to, you know, try and get good photos as well and ride nice snow. And um, he was so funny and insightful to be around those sort of people. And yeah. um, again, it's it, being around knowledgeable and creatives was, I'm so lucky to have had that, I think, yeah. you know? And so then as a, and in the back of my mind, I still got my goal of I'm going to the X Games, I'm going to get to the X Games, you know, but that, Oh, what a well-rounded kind of experience as well to have those parts. Yeah, and you managed to do both, which was which is brilliant. And and it's kind of what you've been doing since, isn't it? You've been going snowboarding. You know, you've been doing your workshops. You've been going to Japan. You've been you yeah. Know, you've been you've been doing those trips again. Like you yeah. You, you know, obviously, you had an amazing number of opportunities, but essentially, you just went riding again, didn't you? Which was yeah, yeah. I went. Um, 
it took like a year or two, I would say, after the Olympics because it was a whirlwind for yeah. like two years. Yeah, you're pretty busy. Two years, yeah. yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I started to go, right, wait, what can I, you know, I'm going to start trying to set up the workshops now because I really wanted to share with people what I got to experience, you yeah. know? Like this with that the, you're talking about. Like yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. And like the, but also like what comes with, getting to that level and all the different aspects that come with it yeah you well know? you've been quite careful with the workshops haven't you to try and represent that yeah that's what it looks like you know you've not you've careful like what well, I, I want it to be a bespoke like experience where you're you're like understanding um yeah we get to go snowboarding and we're going to improve our like snowboarding with the right kind of coaching and guiding um but then we're also going to look at like how does your how does your mind affect that because yeah. for those years for me when I was competing and improving and trying to get over injuries etc so much of that is in your mind yeah. and you'd be lying if you said it wasn't it yeah. really is well, it's the, I mean anyone <clears throat> can relate to that you get to a point and you've got to overcome the mental barriers don't you yeah. no matter what level you are basically. yeah so I thought that would the the uh things that I was exposed to as far as the sports psychologist I met and the trainers and things. I thought I'd love to share this with other people so they can, you know, almost like your general public, but enthusiasts for snowboarding. And I thought, right, I'm going to just do this one week, which combines all of those things and um, understanding the importance of the calm with the, yeah. with the crazy. Because yeah, yeah. <laughs> when you're snowboarding, it's all guns blazing, isn't yeah. it? A lot. You're like, okay, let's walk along this ridge line. Oof, you yeah. know, remembering all your it's heightened it's a heightened yeah. mindset yeah and you think about especially when you got like all your mates and yeah. everybody's yeah effectively right. showing off what we're doing yeah, yeah. yeah or or are we going to try and drop into this sort of cornice yeah. or is it gonna is it safe is it not and all of that's going on and then you're like okay and and those are those sort of when you those how are you how are you going to balance that when you come off the hill and how are you going to re reframe it and recharge it and um I'm really aware that there was some that was lovely Bon-ton. old That was lady. Chris Bonington. Yeah. That's that was that was actually Chris Bonington that just walked past. It is. That was so funny. I just gave him a little wink. <laughs> when you look and you're like, is that do I Yeah. yeah. So there you go, bit of candle, classic. Candle. Yeah. And uh oh no. I'm, I'm saluting right We're now. We're just saying hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> we've got um, to get this picture of you and Chris after this that's so uh, good and um yeah well it's yeah in, it's don't know where we're at now no yeah. it's interesting that you talk about the psychology stuff because that was a question we did I did ask questions got a few questions oh yeah and one of the questions was uh did you need to use a psychologist to to progress to the level that you got to it sounds like you did uh yeah I um I built like a network of people around me gradually as the years went on of what I was like, okay, I'm struggling with my um, knees after my first knee surgery. And I thought, right, I need a physio. So I right, well, go out and find a physio in Bristol, you know, started working with the physio. Okay. I need a bit of, you know, um, help with the, the tech side of my board or whatever and go out and find that. And it was the same sort of thing. I was like, right. Um, I just need a little bit of guidance here with overcoming overcoming stuff with my injury. And so I went out and found a sports psychologist. And I thought, right, I'll try I'll try everything. And then if I don't think it's working, then right. I'll move on. 
So you, you know, you, so, so I've tried some other things, and that nah, that's not for me. So it's something that you gradually built up as you realised you needed that support. Yeah, and we just did a little bit together at a okay. time. That's interesting. Uh, if it didn't work, you just like okay, well, right. yeah, that's that's not something that I need. And everyone needs different packages around them, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Some people need more of something than at something else. Right. So, you know? so how how important was it to you? Yeah, like well, I work with Louise Jones, incre- yeah. not my sister, same name, but yeah. she. Um, I worked with her probably would have been like eight years. So way before like, it, I didn't have a coach, you yeah. know, but actually was she in some mad ways when you think about that. to get to the X Games. And, and, and I would say for me, like that was my goal. And I knew that I needed that help in that respect from Louise. And um, she helped a lot with like learning about visualizing things and um, processing, like process goals, your controllables. What what can you control? What can't you control? Like those sort of, I'm sure you've heard those things before, man. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, can I control the weather? No, I can't. Can yeah. I control what that girl dropping into the park is doing? Yeah. No, I can't. So, and, and I want to be able to do this trick and focusing on what I enjoy. She kept reminding me, you know, like, what is it? You're, why are you doing it? It's like, because I want to land a 540 or yeah. I might be, I want to land a 720. And um, boring as that may sound, that is simply what it was. I just love it. I don't think it's boring. I, I personally find it fascinating because I, I'm very aware personally of of how how much I do get blocked by my own mental things. So like... For, like for example what like surfing like you know we were joking earlier yeah. like the paddling out to a crowded lineup thing let's yeah. just say that like i find that psychologically really difficult like i'm not somebody that can that can go to the peak and start elbowing people out of the way and dominate you know what i mean like mm. what i need is that experience that we talked about earlier which is like i need some kind of thing that gives me permission almost to be there like where and that might be getting a good wave or that yeah. might be somebody coming up to me and saying like well done that was nice yeah you know like and, and that's the same if i surf snowboard play football it's massive when i play football play a lot of football in my life yeah so you need reassurance that like what you're doing is yeah and, is the, and, right. the, and, and the effect that that, that 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 has on my performance and my is it always astonishes me like because and, and i know it's happening and it's so weird because I can be yeah. like, I yeah. can be like, why can't I tell myself that? You know, so it's obviously linked to self-esteem and yeah. ego and yeah. all this stuff. So, But like, neurologically as well, you're like, the more you're aware of it, the more your muscles are sort of tensing up yeah, and the more your performance true. is dropping. Yeah. If so I, like, uh, yeah, go if on. If I play football and I, within like the first five minutes, do something good in my own head, whether yeah. that be like a nice touch, score, yeah. pass, I'll, I'll, have, I'll play really well. If I, the first thing I do is is shit i'll have a shit game because i can't go over that like but the fact you're even saying that to me is reinforcing that idea exactly right yeah. so if you stop saying that to me I know, and that's stop saying it every time so from now on in you just stop saying but that. i can't do that that's the thing you can you've ju- you're the one that said you can't it's so funny yeah you've just decided it no a, one else has i need to get a sports psychologist <laughs> <laughs> but that's why i'm so interested in it and because that, i'm very aware of that tendency in myself okay so you're spending all your time worrying about that thing mm, it's so true. so Lee, get that out your brain and what is the thing you do want to be doing right you want to be worrying about that <laughs> right so th- yeah and that's still a not there's that's that's still a no a not what you don't want 
So if we were to go, right, you're playing football, I'd be like, oh my God, okay, I'm gonna, I wanna feel fast through my legs. Yeah. I wanna feel like I'm spotting, you know, I can see people who I'm gonna pass to. Obviously, I'm, I'm not aware of football. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But you, so you, you, fill your right. brain. Yeah. If you're filling your brain with that, how the frigging can the rest of it fit in there? It can't. Yeah. You know? And like for me, like for example, at the top of the course, uh, and if I was starting to get a bit nervous, not nervous about the jumps. Right. I, I, I can hit the jumps. Like I'm you know confident you can, you with you my ability yeah. and um, I can do that, but it's more, uh, are my tricks good enough? Yeah. Am I going to be able to link it? Am I going to be able to stay on my feet? And so like, those would be the kind of anxieties. What's going on me? Oh my God, this is the most important thing in the world. And I'm yeah. like, I'm just going to phone my mum. And I'm like, all right, mum. And she's like, all right. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? And she says, oh, I've just delivered a seven pound baby. And oh, do you know what? They've named her this. And instantly I have left my sacred world of snowboarding. And actually there's so much more going on in life than my silly little competition. And whether I play well at five a side. Well, or not, well, no, but, or if I'm at the X Games or whatever it might be. And hearing my mum talk about that and what she's, her world going on, I used to do that quite a lot wow really and she knew i was phoning her right so she wouldn't ask so she just, anything so she just be she, like, I, she knew that is brilliant <laughs> so she just oh jenny oh and it would be, be the most she'll, mundane she'll be at like, the drop-in <laughs> <laughs> but then i do the same with louise a little bit sometimes as well and uh and uh, everyone has different techniques like you look at the top of the pop, the course and you stood there it's so funny what everyone does yeah obviously there's a tracked out path into the forest where everyone likes to go for a pee yeah. I mean that is covered in in life yeah <laughs> yeah. That yeah, let's know. <laughs> yeah and then uh some people are dancing you know some people are listening to music some people like to chat a lot some do not yeah some people are being told what to do by their coach some Jamie um, Anderson not really got a coach either right doing it herself singing yeah some have got their little OCDs I remember Shirsty. I hope she doesn't mind me saying this but she almost had a thing where she didn't like her snowboard to touch the ground too much right. before she dropped it. Yeah, I mean, it's like it's like footballers, isn't it? Footballers like putting the boots on in a certain order or like, you know, getting dressed in a certain order, like these little superstitions. Oh my God, I know, so it's funny, next level. It? Just, and it's just to, like, like you're talking about, just get yourself in the mindset to give yourself permission, really, to yeah. perform yeah. in the way that you can. Yeah. It's really fascinating. It is, it is. And there's so many things like that that you can learn, like techniques and in things you can get better at, you can become a better snowboarder for sure if you can uh improve those aspects so and that's why s- i think a sports psychology is so good can you see it on the people on your workshops then oh yeah yeah yes so you can, and can you that see week, that can you see that over the week as they it is oh i love it like they Come on it, and you can see people have come on for specific things maybe they want to they want to be able to do a 180 or they want to be able to um, do a really good powder turn like, or a rooster tail or a tripod, whatever it is, yeah? yeah? And um, Or they just want to be more confident. Like, yeah. There's so many different things they're coming on for and a lot of them at the end of the week go, well, I came on for this, but actually I got loads out of that part of it. Yeah. Or I learned so much about this that it's super relevant to life back home yeah. with that. That and must be really gratifying. Yeah, because it was so... I genuinely was blown away by it by the end of the week I was like how it, I mean how it made me feel yeah right and it was almost like a relief of like oh my god I am really enjoy this yeah because you could have hated it 
Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you know, you thought about it carefully, though, didn't you? You know, you didn't want to just do a camp, did you? You know? You no, no. I wanted it to be like, you know, you were, and, and of course, every day you're going snowboarding and having a great time, too. But there's all these other aspects that you can really develop on. And yeah. the fact that I'm going to Japan as well this year, I'm well frothing for that. Yeah. I've not been for Have years. you been? I went like 15 years ago. Um, I've not been back since. So, uh, my Alima, your friend, my wife, um, she's 40 this year. So, I think we're going to go. Next yes. Year. Um, so the it, snow like 2020 yeah oh, uh, so different yeah and like you know perfectly spaced trees and the pitch is very friendly isn't friendly, it friendly yeah you know, it's, yeah. it's all just really for snowboarders it's yeah it's pretty until you go you don't really get it, it do you and I also think. it's not like you know, you want to ride good snow in Europe a lot of the time, yeah. or North America. It's yeah. like you got to get really scared, and you know. I think it was like ten years before I went. Yeah, you know, you, it's a bit like right. We might die today, so <laughs> you know. And I can't. I always be like, oh God, Jesus. You know? <laughs> so it's quite. It's quite nice, like when it's just like we're just gonna go ride that really fun-looking powder slope, <laughs> yeah. and you're not gonna fucking have to worry about dying. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm in. I'm in. That sounds great. No more like, yeah, when we're, oh, when you do yeah. see the filming and on the radio, yeah, okay, drop it in five. Yeah. And you're like, oh God. It's time to shit yourself. Here we go. Let's go. <laughs> and some people really like that. You know, I don't particularly like that. You know, I'm happy with. I like some of it. I, I like do. some of it, of course. Because again, that comes down, I'm joking, obviously, it comes down to the same thing. You know, you push yourself yeah. for a better day, all that stuff, you know. But riding the powder. Yeah, Japan. I feel like we I'm, have I gone off on a really bad tangent? No, I don't know great. what. No, this it's is It's a brilliant. waffly. No. Everyone always says that. A pa- a pa- yeah. Everyone always says that. Oh, God, I'm worried waff- that I've waffled. waffled about nothing. No, you haven't at all. It's been it's been great. <laughs> um, well, but on the psychology thing that we're talking about, it does make me want to ask about the broadcasting that you've been doing. Yeah. that is a massive challenge, really, you know, to go... F- to go to like, hey, I'm going to just basically do TV and be a presenter <laughs> and be at the Olympics and like be part of that like massive organization and operation. One you know. of the biggest covered sort of yeah, TV like, program. Yeah, like how was that? Because like, that wow. must have been pretty daunting, right? I mean, Yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was. I did, I'd done some Ski Sunday shows. Yeah, you did a few I bits, hadn't you? I really enjoyed. I was like, oh, like you work as a team to try and go out and get this, you know, get a, good story out of someone and listen to what they've got to say and you know share all that I I really enjoyed that and um you know I had to learn how to present yourself to the camera and how to you know which is hard it was it was it was like example there not saying like and not butting in and not swearing and not doing all these things that you were you know and you were taught like quite bits and pieces here but it wasn't any official training in anything no you know i learned a bit from radio so i did the radio five live extreme show yeah and we traveled around and got to interview like some amazing people god like travis pastrana i got to speak to that you know yeah yeah uh motorbike dude and i was like flipping heck like and um really you just let people chat don't you but it's getting the in on those things but then okay so then it comes around to like you said the olympics to get to firstly i was pumped to get to go yeah i was going to watch an olympics not stressing about my own performance or what i was going to do or had i put every single little detail in place ready for it so that i could be at my best at the right moment yeah i was going to watch 
And to watch from the outside the bubble of like seeing what I used to be in, it was fascinating. But um, knowing that I was going there to a bit of commentary, but I was more, as they say, sort of front of camera, like talking and interviewing people and roving reporter a bit like. And uh, and when I used to listen to, went into the booth a few times to listen to Ed Lee and uh, Tim, I hats off to them they're so good at their job <laughs> they are so good at Such it parasite i talkers. cannot <laughs> express how like <laughs> no they're amazing that was one of the great things so about the olympics this year as well like seeing how much recognition they got for it yeah because yeah they they're brilliant they're brilliant yeah and uh do you know what? they were really supportive as well to me like they could see i they could see I, you know it was new it was new for me and there's me trying to kind of keep up with these guys that have been doing it for at least 15, what, 10, 15 years. Right? I mean, that's 20 years, 20 really. 20 years, yeah. It? yeah. And, um, it's got a lot of experience. Yeah, so there were some aspects I struggled with that I didn't, you know, purely because you just haven't had enough experience. Yeah. It's like... I would find it terrifying, I think. Yeah, was it, what, some bits were... then, And then other bits were, um, were really good. Like, you know, when you're down in the corral... But you've got you've got these athletes coming through that you've got to get an interview from, and some of them have just you know you've got to get them because they're the medalists and you want you want you know your first, second, third and but you're interviewing someone that's come third and and they're they, gutted they're absolutely gutted and you're like right I've got to and they know you as a snowboarder yeah. and you're trying to get this dynamic right of I need to hear from you but you're about to bore your eyes out or yeah. you know or for instance Anna and Spencer O'Brien who were slope style uh, they'd waited four, four years to compete in a slope style and the wind had ruined the whole friggin thing yeah they still had to ride through the course they'd done it all it was a big hoo-ha and you're trying to chat to these people and you're just devastated for them yeah. and I think that was the hard part for me was not letting my emotion of like right empathy for them yeah. get in the way of what I was trying to get um, out of them for the TV. Yeah, sure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, c- completely. So well, I that's... wanted to give them a hug. I wanted to like... Yeah, I mean, that's that's really difficult in that context. Yeah. I mean, I'm quite lucky on this because it's, it's so informal. Yeah. You know, and it's just so like, the whole thing is like two mates having a chat sort of thing, you know? Yeah. So you can just be that honest and you can be that... But yeah, it's different in that context because obviously there's a certain editorial requirement really, isn't there? Like yeah, that you need yeah, to fulfill. Yeah, and, yeah. And... And yeah, and yeah. That's, that, and that, yeah, I can see because you're a snowboarder, you understand them, you empathise with them. But equally, that probably gives you, they're going to give you more, aren't they? I think, that, uh, yeah, I definitely think some people spoke to me more. Because they're um, like, oh, it's Jenny. Okay, but, uh, she gets but, it. Yeah, and you could sense when someone was a bit peed off and you were like, oh, yeah. God, here we go. All right, yeah. delicate. But still got to ask it. Got to ask it because that's what everyone wants to know about. That's or, the job. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but I did enjoy that. In the commentary box sitting in the commentary box i laughed so much yeah oh my god listening to listening to ed and tim and the com like being part of that group for that week or two was brilliant it was fucking funny they yeah they were they're such a good laugh and um i like that part of it running around to getting to all the different locations was pretty tricky and then you know Baltic cold for the first three days and you the the rate obviously everything slows down like your mouth your f- slows yeah. down your brain That's slows everybody down everybody on the tv kept talking about actually everyone's yeah. like bloody hell it's cold <laughs> yeah like these yeah. a female presenter some of them were saying their makeup was freezing to their face and we we're like oh my god right. jesus <laughs> so um that was uh 
yeah, like trying to stay on it in that when you really just want to go in and get warm. And uh, yeah. Um, but I was so I feel so like privileged to have had that to be given that opportunity by the BBC is brilliant. Like yeah. and 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 explain snowboarding and the tricks and what everyone's doing and what they're getting up to and you know seeing Billy Morgan frigging ah oh, how cool at the big air and all the girls redeeming themselves in the big air. It was you know it was Redemption. a brilliant brilliant the way it all panned out wasn't it? Yes. I'm so glad you know talked about this with Spencer and. You know, we've talked about it as well. It's brilliant the way that the girls' big air did just actually tie it off nicely and, you know, did actually demonstrate the level of progression that is around. Because yeah. that was the big shame yeah. about the slope style, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. You know, and it was, then it was it, obviously it was a personal yeah. sort of shame for all the girls, but on a snowboarding perspective, it just, it, we know that it's that's not the reality of it. And no. And that was that was just obviously really gutting, wasn't it? Yeah, see. really gutting. Especially when the men's was so sort of, you know, two olympics now the men's win has been like a snowboarders yeah snowboarder hasn't it you know it's been all that yeah sort of chat. yeah 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 and you get and that that big air it was um all the heavy hitters were there you know yeah. and all everyone was in it we knew what was going on and there was enough girls at a high level now to really create a an exciting contest yeah you know as well it was it was great putting yeah. down it like Tension. who's gonna do what 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 trick you've got and the level that they were at and the, you know, partly that development of the airbag coming in and, girl, you know, women being able to, to try tricks on there, and I think that has definitely made a di made a difference. Would you like to be in the thick of this progression? That was another question <laughs> that kept oh, coming up. Was it? Yeah, you know, like, would are you glad you're not around now? Really, you know, to be to be blunt. It's so hard to say because you're saying that as a someone who's had five knee surgeries an ankle surgery, a shoulder surgery, yeah. broken bones, this, that, and the other. So my body is like, like oh mate. my God, <laughs> I am spent, you know? Because yeah. physically, like, it, I w I'd rather be able to go surfing for the yeah. rest of my life or whatever. So, but if you asked my 20-year-old self... You'd, you'd be frothing. I don't know, because, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I just think it's great. Like, progression back when I was there, it was, it was a... We were trying to do a backflip. Yeah you know and you're trying to do a 720 and it would be so sad if that was still the level of progression that was where it was at and to see where it's at now is um that's where it should be it's brilliant it's do brilliant you, do you have an opinion on on like where it should be because that's such a thing in snowboarding isn't it especially in like male competitive snowboarding it's like you know the whole thing oh it's too gymnasticky styles being lost that whole sort of argument you know like the triples, the quads, it's not good for snowboarding. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, do. Do you have a view on that? I feel that um, with the women's, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because um, obviously this is a big milestone that Anna's laid down, big marker. Yeah. In that in that progressive kind of story. You know. Yeah, but um, even herself, she'll say, like, she she wants to be able to perfect a method. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So on one end of the scale, she's doing a cab triple, and but she really wants to perfect a method, and she wants to go in the backcountry and do all that. So in her saying that, who's like leading the way in in uh, as, along with the Japanese riders, you know, like Lele Wabuchi and things yeah. like, um, there are riders out there, and I think it's so individual because there are some that want to keep expressing their riding in a creative way or um, in a technical way. So yeah. it's not, it depends on each of those pe 
people, persons that are involved, like, uh, and that's, I think with the women, that's, there's such diversity with that, that yeah. it's fine, yeah. you know, that it's, and that's brilliant. Like yeah. there's- That'll lead it rather than- Yeah, like yeah. they're all going in different, they all do different different aspects of the snowboarding. And um, I, I do think those technical tricks are what's going to be needed for the contests because they are because competition is the at the moment anyway those technical tricks that and piecing it together that environment's going to breed that isn't it yeah and um but then there's space in do you know what i don't i don't know i don't know where it's going i mean it's, it's almost like a philosophical point in snowboarding really because it just it does what it does doesn't it you know what i mean like progression happens you get you get these athletes with this, you know, environment where you, where they can push the boundaries to this point, it just goes the way it goes. Like I think with, I think with the male snowboarding competitive thing, because it because there have been quads and because it's been going on for for a few years. This this conversation, it's all a bit like after the fact. People are worrying about it. You can't stop it. It's just going to keep going. I think. That's yeah, and I, th- and I think no one's stopping anyone going down other outlets of, of no. um and those things are great when uh, you and those them. things are happening yeah so you know as long as you can facilitate those things to happen uh, the only thing that could happen is that um the support and the backing behind doing other things might start to dry up maybe is that the right word yeah. no so yeah. actually the only way that you can fund those things is by being on that road is by being on that road which would be a shame and be sad but it i don't know if it's starting to go that way or not at the yeah. moment but um i'm thinking aren't i look at me i'm doing my thinking well, it's, and it's, it makes it makes not good for a podcast because i'm like just <laughs> staring hand on chip yeah on <laughs> well we've actually probably got to go Oh it's, yikes! Because it's uh, quarter past twelve. Is it? We've got. A, I mean, we've. It's it's flown by. I'm gonna. The final question is gonna be from my wife, Alima. Who who would you swap lives with? I asked you that at the start. <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, "What the fuck is that?" Um. Who would you life swap with? That was the question, and that is a hard question. Yeah, because really, you want to life swap with someone that you've never heard of or don't know, because they're living a life that's probably quite satisfying because they don't need to, you know, it's not. That's in a good answer. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you, yeah. You wouldn't see or hear of them and they're probably. On the swapping thing, I got a question off. Martin Freeman might be quite cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, something like that. But um, like I said to you, I mean, it would be quite interesting to be a man to have a, a penis for the day just to see <laughs> what that was like. That's the obvious answer. <laughs> Sorry. Childish. No, it's good. Can't end on that. Please don't end no, on that. No, I'm going to end Matt. on the, the question, another question I got off Instagram, which was off Matt Surf's Good. Punchy Instagram name. Uh, would you swap your snowboard career for an equally successful surf career? It's a good question, that. Um, no, I wouldn't. Because now I've got surfing. Yeah. And, you, and, you, and I can... It, hopefully I can only get better at surfing yeah right and you can enjoy it and I can them. enjoy it and and I've oh it's amazing it's good you know there's so much to come with surfing but then equally with my snowboarding there's all the free riding still you know yeah there's all those things you can still do with snowboarding and you know going off and hiking riding powder finding different terrain to do that isn't necessarily freestyle and hard kickers yeah 
So I've kind of got a bit of both, haven't I? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, You're in a great spot. So, so I do, yeah. You can choose it. Yeah. You can choose it all. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's where I'd go with that. How was it? Enjoy it. <laughs> Too early to say. So there you go. That was my interview with Jenny. I hope you enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, she nailed me, eh? Absolutely got me on the sports psychology psychology thing. I was quite taken aback, actually. Sounds obvious when someone else points it out to you. And when I listened back to it, I was like, oh. Yeah, well, she's obviously got a point. Uh, yeah, interesting stuff. I want to say a massive thanks to Jenny for coming on the show. She was super busy at Kendall that weekend, and I really appreciated her for making the effort. As usual, huge thanks to my friend Owen Tozer for taking the pictures that accompany this one. Owen is tirelessly helping me with all these interviews when he can, taking the shots and uh, making the whole thing look great. So, yeah, check out his work. He's at Owen Made Up over on Instagram. And I think you'll find lots to occupy you there because he's a very talented lad, as I uh, like to mention every now and again. Anyway, if you enjoyed that episode, you might want to check out some of the other episodes in the back catalogue. Interviews with Lane Beachley, Eastky Britain, Sophie Hellier, Tracy Mosley, Anflo Marxer, Sean Lee, plenty more. Um, I know I know, there's still a massive disparity between the number of men and women I've spoken to for the show. And what can I say? I'm working on it. I'm constantly working on it. If it was, if I had my way, then it'd be equal, but it's just not proving to be that easy. And if you want any more on that, then drop me a line and I'll bore you to death with why. Anyway, next week, I'm going to be dropping my interview with the great Dan Milner and what a rollicking tale that one was. If you enjoyed the Dave Mailman episode, for example, you're going to love that one because Dan's fitted about 10 careers into one lifetime and we chatted about it all and very enjoyable it was too. And then drum roll, it's almost time for my Christmas special, which I recorded last week in Birmingham with my friends Tim Ward and Adam Gendel. Now I'm going to be releasing this one on Christmas Day, so make sure you subscribe for that one. I recommend listening to that one with uh, some Jägermeister and mince pies to hand, which is randomly what we ended up consuming slash imbibing as we recorded it. Elsewhere in Housekeeping Corner, big thanks to everyone who subscribed to the newsletter recently, actually, which I send out every Friday with five things that week that I think are worth sharing. Film clips, books, articles, merch offers, context for that week's episode. It's a right old right old cornucopia of action sports-based factoids, that thing. If you think that sounds like a bit of you, head over to my website, www.wearelookingsideways.com. Sign up and important detail this. Make sure you click the link you'll get in your inbox confirming that you're not some spam farming bot intent on destroying the internet and you'll receive it every Friday to give you some much needed pre-weekend dream fodder. Right, that's it for this week. I'm off snowboarding for a few days and by Christ, I believe it snowed, so I'm quite excited about that. Um, I will be spamming the shit out of my Instagram stories if it is any good, which you can see over at We Look Sideways if you're so inclined. In the meantime, Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all the feedback as usual. And I'll see you next time. Nice one.